have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Prayer for Let us pray. Father God, I am just learning how to pray. Bear with me. First, I thank you for the life of everyone that's here with me. Then I thank you for the love you give me. Why? I don't know. I don't deserve it. And it hurts inside. Many a nights I cried. Called your name out loud. But didn't call you when I was doing good. Too proud. And still you gave me love. I wasn't used to that. Because most of the people that gave me love ended up taking it back. It's something new to me. So I'm begging you for time to adjust. Let me make it there. I will be one you can trust. What I stand for, I put my life on. I do. I guess what I'm asking is, show me how to stand for you. And I will rap for you, sing for you, preach for you, reach for you, teach for you. I will love you like you love me, unconditionally. And I will always be prepared for whatever the mission will be. Give the nutrition to me and I'll properly digest it. And when I give it back, I will show you word well invested. And whenever I go, before I go, let me give thanks to you, Lord, for my birth, for every day that I've lived. You gave me a love most of my life I didn't know was there. In the name of Jesus, I give you my life, because you can. Greetings, 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 earthlings, <laughs> internets, worldwide web. Y'all know what this is. This ain't nothing but some barbershop conversation. This is talking randomish with your boys, King and Sane. The first verse that you, the first verse, the first voice that you hear in the night is Rick Kane, because we are saying it's somewhere between Kanye's and Stonecrest Mall. That would him say. Pretty much. But he ain't him. The lovely Starlight is not here with us tonight either. So she, you know, you just got some fellas in the barbershop just kicking it. We got family back in the building. What good was your name? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who the hell are you and why are you in my barbershop? Hey, Corey Thomas CT. I always known CT, and um, I'm here just to represent. Will Sane ain't here today. Hey, can I have his job, Rick? I mean, you are auditioning. Oh, my God. I'm auditioning right you now. You are auditioning. All right. I just have to come out strong. But, hey, i like to say peace to the world. Thank you all for everything that y'all have been doing to make this world great. And um, I'm just here to support you, brother. Hey, man, we always glad to have you in here because you are, you are a wealth of knowledge. You are a wealth of what they see from you. What you are giving to the world right now, my brother, We, you are needed, very needed, and we thank you for what you're doing. 
I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Salute. I mean, I mean plug you. Plug well, you. Hey, I'll tell you, Um, one of the things, uh, I'm a retired veteran. Did 23 years in the military. And Salute. As I, thank you, my brother. Yes, sir. And I, I thank you for your service, too. Yes, indeed. And as I started to transition out of this, this military life, um, I realized that I didn't. I never found out who I was. And as I started to transition, just realizing who am I and what is my purpose? What's my real purpose? And a lot of us don't even understand what our real purpose is in life. Hey, man, I think I just figured mine out about a month ago. I'm trying to tell you it's real. Yes, sir. It's real. Yes, sir. And, and so, um, you know, now after I kind of identified what I was here to do, and that's here to serve the community. I've served my country. I did everything I possibly did could do for this country and more. And now I get here to our communities and especially our young black men. We're here to make sure that we we teach them what we did not get taught. Yes, sir. We're here to make sure that we be the mentors that we were here brought on this earth to be so we can lead this place a better place. Amen. And so, you know, one of my organizations, Veterans Mode and Minds, um, as a veteran, I feel like we learned some discipline while we were in the service. I went up the ranks. I learned a lot of structure. And I just said, how do I give that back to a lot of our young men and, and women that's transitioning into the workforce so that they can actually identify what their careers are and um, and make sure that they go on that right path for success and get to their true destination career wise, life wise. So we provide those life skills for these individuals. Um, we also uh, make sure that we help out with job placement assistance and um, and just helping them transition into a new culture. You know, Rick. I tell them, a lot of times, man, we don't understand that um, we try to take what we've learned in our community right into our jobs. Yeah. And sometimes that don't work. <laughs> no, it don't. Most of the time it don't. Most of the time it don't work. Most of the time it don't. No, and it sir. depends on who you are and what you're selling. Yes, sir. And um, my biggest thing, man, is, is really motivating our youth and making sure that we leave this place a better place than it was when we actually came here, brother. Man, one of my sayings these days is um, I'm trying to make sure I'm a better man so I can lead this world a better place. That's it. That's it. That's all I really want to do. But y'all know what this is. This ain't never some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation. And this in barbershop, no conversation is taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule only. That rule is... Say what you mean, but mean what you say, but just don't be mean when you say it. If you want to holler at your boys, please holler at us at 404-603-8770. And if you're in your mammy, baby, please let her know it's not one of them freaky deaky numbers. It's not one of them nah, 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 we ain't getting a little longer. I'm holding them nines a little longer these days to let her know it's not one of them freaky deaky numbers, but it is. One of these, it, 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 you can call us free. It's one triple eight nine two six seven five six two. You can catch us right now on um, YouTube Live. You can also catch us on Facebook Live. That's T A L K, comma up top. Capostrophe. That's T A L K, comma up top. Catastrophe. And that's talking random ish. Talking random ish. You can find us on um, Apple Podcasts. You can find us on. Google Play Podcast. You can find us on audio book. Audible. Audible Podcast. You can find us on Spotify Podcast. You can also find us on um, Amazon Music. But right now, you can catch us live right here, right here on The Real 1100. The best place to find us is on the app. You can also catch us on, where we at, Greg? Uh, 
We are on Facebook Live. No, the, the, YouTube um, Live. Oh, what's the, the, uh, uh, the big one? iHeartRadio. Oh, that. Oh. <laughs> right now you can catch us on iHeartRadio. <laughs> yes, sir. But we hey, are on there. You, you, you know the uh, video producer extraordinaire, the man that make me look good? G, what's good with your wife? Yo. That's what's good with him. <laughs> hey, man. Um, we started off the show with one of the, probably what they would call the first emotional rapper that we had. The guy that brought emotion to the game of hip hop. Yes, sir. Let's go. The guy that brought that grit and, and the way he carried a beat, the way he, the things he talked about, his stories, his storytelling. And at one time in the game of rap, he was the biggest guy doing it. Let's go. The biggest. The biggest. I'm talking about he was doing movies. He put two albums out in a year, and both of them went platinum. Mm-hmm. Dog Man Next, Earl Simmons, died today. He got, he got on up out of here. Really, I would say last week when um the news came down that he had od that was the first thing that he had came down. He had said, he said he had OD'd and um, had a heart attack and that he was holding on to life. How did that make you feel, Rick? How did it make you feel when you, when you really I was just... Hurt. I was hurt because I was hurt because we was losing one of hip-hop's finest, one of our culture guys. One of the guys that did it in this culture on many different levels. Um, I was also hurt for his family because I think he left around, left behind 15 kids. That's a lot of children that uh, just lost their dad. That's a lot of kids, that's Rick. A lot of kids, that's, that's a lot of kids that's he left behind now. What was his oldest? Now, you know, I never knew he was, well, 50. I guess we are getting old, ain't we, brother? Why? Hey, yes, I never knew DMX was 50. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, wait, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What do you really think got him? You know, it, you know, DMX was really kind of going through this part of life where he just really wanted to show the world he was a different man. Yes, yes. And and, and, and that's hard in itself. Bro, trying to change. Change is always hard. Oh, man. Change is always hard, especially when you are having addiction. Yes. And he was... Every time he came out of rehab or out of jail, and the first thing they say was he's in the studio, mm-hmm. I cringed every time. Why? Because to me, it seems that part of his problem may have been the studio or the things that go on in the studio mm-hmm. or the that need. Because I know a lot of people, Um, one of my favorite rappers was Royce 5'9". Okay. They, um, he, he could not write at one time without a drink. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, when he first did that prime with um, DJ Premier, he was like, he didn't know what, he, he was nervous because he had never seen this guy make music without being intoxicated. Okay. So it's part of them. It's part of how you create. It, it is part of how you create. We're going to talk about that create, but... But, Rick, it, it still goes a lot deeper because when we start talking about Earl yes. and we start talking about DMX, yes. we're talking about two different people there, bro. Well, one, what, they was in custom battle. 
because his first, his, the first thing he had to come to grips with was having a mother that didn't want it. Uh huh. Let's talk. And, and and I'm glad you're going there because that's what we we really kind of touching on today. What gets these people to this place to where they choose death? And I'm not saying DMX chose death, but you could take another example who really wanted to re-energize who they was. Remember Levert? Yes, sir. How did Le- Levert always kept trying to prove itself that he was an amazing singer? He was the he was the best R&B singer out there, and he died trying to make them records and, and yes, changing sir. up his, who he was to try to fit the, the the consumer. But is that not what they're supposed to do? Well, is it or is it is it? Sometimes that's just your time. You everybody got their time, Rick. Do everybody have their time? I think because everybody... be, because because I do I agree, but I don't agree with that. Let's go because let's go back to Kobe. Let's go. You mean to you mean to tell me Kobe getting in that plane that was his time to go? That was his time for Kobe, his daughter, and all those other seven, people, eight other people. Seven, eight other people. It was their time. It was written. That it was their time that day for them to end, and nobody is seemingly prepared to lose those people. So let's talk about two different times. We're talking about two different times now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the time when you strive to be that famous person that you was mm-hmm. all over again. I'm not talking about that time where you actually passed away mm-hmm. because here it is, Kobe Bryant, the 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 um 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 the Mamba. Yes, sir. He was gone, Rick. The Mamba was gone as far as the player. The player but Kobe was Bryant. Gone. Kobe Bryant, yes. the one who was actually making change within the community, that was a whole another person. Yes. And so we we talking about DMX right now. And, and what really kept getting to him was possibly, and I'm not saying that I know it all, but possibly, what if it was he could not be DMX that he used to be anymore? How do you come to grips with not being able it's to be hard. who you anymore? It's hard. That's one of the hard, to, to reinvent yourself, to, 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 to look inside of yourself and say, what am I now? It's hard. It's hard, very hard. And and, and one that's of the hardest where, things I ever had to do in life. And that's what that's what the challenge is. And sometimes I hope I'm saying this the right way because I, I love DMX. I listen to his music all day and day yes, when sir. he had those those records out. Yes, sir. And you know, sometimes we have to look deep within ourselves and say, do we put more pressure on ourselves because we trying to be because he was trying to be DMX? Or was he just wanting to just go ahead and on and be Earl? But who was Earl? Cause Earl was that little boy that lost his mama. That, that lost? His, no, no, no. That his mother gave him away. Dad went around. Was tricked into selling. Into was tricked into using crack for the first time. Mm-hmm. Was not ready for that. Life of crime. Best friend was Boomer. His dog was it Boomer? Was his name Boomer? I think the dog was named Boomer. His dog name. I think the dog. The first one that everybody he used to count on everywhere with him. Well, I think his name was Boomer. Okay, let's go. Um, that was Earl. That was Earl. That was Earl. That was Earl's life. Okay. Crack addiction was Earl's life. Okay. So, did DMX? DMX was the one that was telling the stories of Earl's life. So he was to me. He was trying to give us a lesson. In his life, in order to try to help us not to get there, 
or be that. So are you saying, I'm trying to make sure I'm clear here. Are you saying that DMX saved Earl Simmons? I think the I think he wanted DMX to save Earl Simmons. Okay. But DMX became something that he possibly could not live up to. I agree. I agree. And that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Yes, sir. It's a hard pill to swallow because when you start talking about, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to reach back and I'm going to talk about um, my daughter's grandfather. My daughter's grandfather. He hadn't passed yet, but he's in hospice. I send my prayers to him right now. Al, always, my brother, I send my prayers to you, Al. Prayers and love but you, to the family. But, but you know, I'm, I'm going to share some personal, a personal side of him. He was addicted to crack. Mm. And while he's going through all his pain with cancer, Guess what he said? I just wish I could have some crack right now. Why is that? That's because that man wanted he that that crack had him at peace. Mm. That was the most that that was the time in his life where he ain't worried about nothing. He ain't had no pain. He ain't had no worries. He ain't have nothing. And mm. he got addicted to that part of wanting to just be free, bro. And 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 now we 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 have a lot of of people. Who go through that struggle of just trying to transition from who am I? Yes. Who am I? You know, I, I looked at I look at myself getting out of the military. Hey, what's up, first song? What's up, my song? Then actually you transition out. Then who are you? Cause Master Sarge is um a big man on campus. He's a big man on campus. But when you get out of that military uniform, who are you? Who, who are was you? I? I didn't know who I was. I went in at 17. 17 years old, they taught me, they took me from a civilian to a soldier. Mm-hmm. And as I actually learned, you know, going from a civilian to a soldier, I had to realize I never really realized who I was. Because I was a soldier for 23 years. Uh, so how old were you? So, so you got out at 50? Huh? You got out at 40? Goddamn. 40. Oh, excuse me, Rick. Oh, hey, hey, you putting age on me, baby. Excuse me. You got out of the 40. I'm sorry. sorry. No, 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 no. I took a couple of years over, but 40 was, you know, really the age was going to be 37, uh-huh. 38. I mean, yeah. 38, I could have capped out, but yeah. I went ahead and stayed in there a little longer. Why? Because I hadn't figured out who I was. So when you got out, took your terminal leave, mm-hmm. 30 days, which you had about 30, 40 days, terminal leave saved up on the books. On the books. Let's go. You sitting around one day, first couple of days you chilling, drinking good, chilling. You probably took your wife. Wife, you probably went on a little vacay. No, let's tell the truth. You ready? You ready for me to tell you the truth? Mm-hmm. First thing, tell you the truth. First job I got out, got out of the military. All these 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 accolades I had, been a great mentor, deployed twice, mm-hmm. all around the world. My first job was a custodian. Mm-hmm. Would you believe that? Yes, sir. yes. Why is that? Why you Why you believe that, Rick? Because that's that's that I've been a custodian and 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 you, you can walk right in there and, and be a custodian and it's an easy job. It's an easy job, but what what my qualifications made me way Wait, better than what well, some way more qualified to be a custodian. Yes, you are. Sometimes overqualified and then but it, but you not knowing who you are and possibly not having. The experience that everyone was looking for. What experience do they need out here, Rick? That, that's tell, a good tell, question. Tell me that. What experience do they need? And, and here it is when people are trying to find themselves 
and 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 you caught up in this this transition. Uh-huh. That's what I call it, transition. Yes, sir. And um, you don't know what you don't know, bro. Absolutely. And so when we get out here in this civilian world, we realize this ain't the military. This ain't where we hang together. This ain't where we bond. This ain't where this my family. This my brother. I, I got your back. You got mine. Mm-hmm. Follow me. Lead the way. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying. This ain't that world. It, it ain't that world out there. And then no. you come into a civilian world. I, I I can remember, man. Um, walking into our, I, you know, our whole custodian thing, and that make you qualified to be a custodian. I tell you this: when you go through basic training, boy, what you was doing to them flows? Custodian. <laughs> well, you can scrub. <laughs> you can make them flows shine. Now. Hey, you make them shine. That's yes, all. Hey, and yes, so sir. so taking a test to be a custodian, boy, that's all they taught us to be. We knew maintenance. Yes, sir. And, and so, man, like I said, when you, when you get into this place, I got there. Man, this this um supervisor called me into the office one day because I saw a lot of things that needed to, you know, I thought we could make it better. Yes, I was going to work hard. Yes, sir. And I, I was going to help make some change. And um, she got in there. I said, um, hey, you know, um, uh, she said, how, how you doing? I said, I'm doing all right. She said, um, I heard you, you you got something on your mind that you would like to share with us. I said, yeah, I just seen some things that, um, that I think could be. She said, wait, stop. First of all, we don't pay you to think. Rick. Yes, sir. What you think happened to me when I was... Hey, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what would you think happened, man? Yes, sir. Hey, that was a humbling moment. Humble. That was a humbling moment, and it, it showed me right then at that moment. That's when I realized, you know what? I got to teach people how when you get ready to transition into the real world, into, into these companies, and you don't understand that culture... Mm-hmm. Bro, you got to get prepared for it. Yes, sir. And that's why we pride ourselves on helping, especially our, our young men and young women who are actually trying to better themselves. We got to help them and, and teach them what right looks like. And, and you know, I look at, you know, I look at, at, at Earl Simmons, DMX, and I said, once he got caught up, who, who was there? Who could save him? Who could save him? My, and, and that leads to a question that I have about the industry. Let's go. Should the industry have stepped in at any point in time and tried to do something to help save? When have they done that for anybody? They haven't. Mm-hmm. There you go. They have never. Mm-hmm. They have. They have never because most of the time they're high, cracked out. Uh-huh. Doped out, dope head is what's making them what's making them money. money. That's it. So how are you gonna stop your investment? How are you gonna stop the return on your investment? You don't. But when do people become the investment? Lives. Making lives better. When is that ever gonna become the investment? When it when, when is it? How 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 do we make them um Make it the investment. Make them invest in us as human beings, and not just that 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 product. Because that's what he was. Yeah, that's what that's what he was, and he got caught up. And and, I, and I'm I'm saying this from a, a very very humble space, and 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 I may be wrong on this, but when you get caught up in the person that you are, and you're not ready to let go, what do you turn to? The only thing that you can turn to, you know. He, he went down that road of, let me get behind my God. Mm-hmm. He did it. He preached about it. 
Mm-hmm. He, he, he did. He, I think he became a pastor at one time, didn't he? I don't know if he became a pastor, but I know he, I know he it, made a gospel album. I yeah, think. he made. I, a, he, I, he was going I, down that gospel road. I know at any given time, you can you can you can feel this spirituality in him. Yeah, you can you can feel he was at he had, he he stayed at a crossroad mm-hmm. between being DMX Earl, the fight of self, because. He, you could tell he wanted to be a better man, uh. but he could not get past those demons. And he said it. He said that you know that 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 drug that he was introduced to, he couldn't get past it. He said that was the worst thing that ever happened to him in his life, and I ain't never been addicted to it. Well, yes I have. Yes I have. Addiction. It's a oh, mug. Oh boy. It's a mug. Oh it's boy. It's a boy. Boy, I, and, and, and me and you were walking. We, we were, and let's talking. go, let's go, let's go. And I've said that I'm scared of drugs. And the reason why I'm scared of drugs is because the only thing that I have been addicted to is a woman. Mm-hmm. Is woman. The thing that woman can do is my greatest addiction in life. And if there's anything out there stronger than what a woman can do to you, I, I, I can't handle it. I'm not prepared to handle it. So... I tried, the only thing I have done was smoke a little weed. Mm-hmm. And I don't even like that high. Mm. It makes me feel, it, I, can't, I can't control the things around me because I, I, when my mind is altered. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have never done anything other than weed and woman. And woman... The greatest things in my life have happened to me have been surrounded by a woman. The worst things in my life that have happened to me has been around a woman. But, Rick, addiction is addiction. I don't care what it is. Absolutely. It could be women. It could be drugs. It could be money. Absolutely. It could be fame. Absolutely. It could be be anything that you want. Whatever you just want too much of. Yes, sir. That's an addiction. Yes, sir. And we we, we talked about, you know, the, the true addiction and how to understand how to get away from addiction, you know. But how? I still want to. I still want to double back when we start talking about women. Oof. That addiction to women. Oof. And 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 I, I said, man, you know, in life, you're only gonna meet one or two great ones. Mm-hmm. When I say great ones, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Sir. I'm yes, talking sir. about the one every time you think about them. Oof. Salute, attention. Huh? Pop goes the weed because the weed will go pop. <laughs> hey, hey, when I say it stand up tall, it stand up tall. Do something to you. For no reason at all, just Boy. to say the name. Yes, sir. That's when you say, I'm strong. I'm I'm sprung on this one. Yeah. And anything that they ask for, you're going to do your best to get it for them. A lot of times, they're only out there. They <laughs> insinuate. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> to put it out, you know. Hey, looking through her browser hey. history. <laughs> hey, hey, look, hey man, hey, hey man, I, I have a, I have a theory. Yeah, I have a theory <laughs> that 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 woman is the best thing that ever happened to the earth. Oh, it I'm is. About hands down, hands down, hands is the down. best thing. And that thing that she sit on <laughs> is the absolute most powerful. Thing in this world. I don't care what size it is. Don't care. It can be tricky. Boy. 
Boy, hey. and you know this sundress season. Hey, we'll come back to that. Hey, what that, hey, that sundress? Don't talk hey. about that sundress. I'm, I'm coming back to it. I got a PSA. <laughs> I got to put on after the show. All right, let's after, go after, after the um break. Let's go. But um, that. But I think God knew what He was doing with that, so He He gave them emotions. Because one thing that you almost can't beat with a woman is eventually you're gonna touch her emotional side. And once you touch that side of her, she become a different woman. Preach. Sometimes for the better or for the worse. Preach. But she become a different woman once you have touched that emotional side of her. Preach. Now, the thing is, have you touched your emotional side as well? Because if you have touched your emotional side... Boy, it's some trouble. Hey, you got to get to this PSA because I, I I think you didn't left us at a great spot right Boy, now. We're going to get ready. We're going to take a break. I want that sundress. We're going to talk about it. I want that sundress. Hey, it's sundress season. I want that sundress. We're going to take a break. Um, um, we, of course, you know we playing some DMX. So we Let's gonna, do it. We're going gonna to get into this slip and one of his. Boy, boy, boy. This this one of these ones that touched the world. This song here, um, RP DMX. Um, Love to your family, prayers for your friends, prayers, prayers for brother. your fans, your loved ones. Prayers. Man, DMX, get at me, dog. Let's get it. We slipping. Let's get it. <laughs> uh. See, for me, it's to suffer, to survive. Well, that's to find meaning in the suffering. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. I've been through mad different faces, like mazes, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I'll live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than big. I know because I've been there, now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the ball, the drama with my mama. She got on some flash, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was bagging when I caught a bus. I'm thinking about how short I was. Going too fast, it wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell. Group homes and institutions prepare my for jail. They put me in a situation forcing me to be a man when I was just learning to stand without a helping hand. Damn, wasn't my fault, something my did. To make a father leave his first kid at seven, doing my first bid. Back on the scene at 14, wrote a scheme to get more green than I'd ever seen in the dream. And by all means, I will be living high off the hog. Never gave a fuck about much but my dog. That's the only I'd head off in my last. Just another look, come on, headed nowhere fast. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. That ain't the half. Uh, gets worse as I get old. Uh, Actions become bolder. Heart got cold. Uh, Chip on my shoulder that I didn't uh, to touch. 
Didn't need a click, but I scared uh-huh. that much. One deep with the starting uh-huh. for kicks. Catching Vicks, throwing bricks, getting by, being slick. Used to get high just to get by. Used to have to fall. In the morning, before I could fly. Ate something, couple of 40s made me hate something. After some hurt, now I'm ready to take some. Three years later, showing signs of stress. Didn't keep my hair cut, or give a how I dress. I'm possessed by the darker side, living the cruddy life. Like this, kept with a bloody knife. Wanna make records, but I'm hooked up. Slipping, I'm falling. Welcome black, welcome black, welcome black. The barbershop talking random is with your boys, King is Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. I am on the boards. I am behind the glass. I am in the building. I am. I shall be. I am. We also got my boy, my man, my brother, my 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 my. CT in the building, Corey T. What's good with your boy? Hey, I'm here, Rick. I'm here. Yes, sir. Oh no! Oh no! Give me that seat. Let me get back in that seat. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, Rick. Hold up, Rick. Let me get back in my chair. Let me get back in my chair, Rick. What's good? What's good? What you got your eyes and brothers on? Hey, you know what? In honor of the. In all the other the, the battle, hey. the verses the other night. Hey, look, he got that little nappy hair on his face. Hey, look at that, look at that little nappy hair on his face. Hey, he's trying to grow it out. In all the other verses the Hey, other man, night. you need an S-curl on that face. <laughs> hey, hey, I got some. I got the buttercream at the house. I got the buttercream. Trying to get it sold. Hey, man, he needs to. I got the buttercream at the house. I forgot to put the Hey, butter. man, he need an ass curl kid on that face. <laughs> <laughs> man, them hair on that face so nappy, man. Hey, it look like Kevin Durant head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boy, face look like Kevin Durant head. <laughs> What's good? What you now saying? Hey, man, hey, man, look, bro. You ain't believe me. I'm telling you, I-20 is a mess. Anybody coming from the Kanye's area, 
going to war, coming toward Atlanta. I'm telling you, you know that junk is a mess right now, man. Uh. I, was, I was on 30 minutes just sitting there. And I had to take back roads behind Stonecrest, up to Panola, and all this other kind of stuff. Well, we glad to see you, boy. Hey, I'm glad hey. to be here, man. Hey, Rick. Uh. That's what every black man say when Come they on. late for work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see? You didn't see? It's sad. You didn't see? It's sad, boss. Hey, that's what every black man yeah. say when they late for work, that traffic, right? That traffic gets you, boy. Traffic, that traffic boss, gets you. Traffic boss, man. Hey, man. Hey, man, so I heard, I heard you guys talking about DMX, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and anybody knows me, you know, back in like 97, 98, back in Fort Hood, man, I was a big DMX fan, man. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, I sort of, I told I told some people today, it's really hard for me to mourn his loss because if if it, if the, if it's true that it's drug overdose, it's hard for me to empathize with with a drug overdose. It's it's hard because to me it's like yo you 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 brought that upon yourself. So it's hard for me to empathize. I feel bad for his family. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for his uh yeah I feel bad for his kids, his, his 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 wife or ex-wife. You know I feel bad for them. But but for me to mourn his loss, pouring out liquor, nah I can't do all that. I can't man. Is uh, even if. Because we know addiction. No, no, addiction is. Uh, we all suffer from some. Uh, yeah. Not all. Yeah. Not all. We, we all not got all. some type of addiction. Yeah. We, do, we, we all do. got some type of addiction. Rick, keep talking what you're saying. We keep do. saying what you're saying. We do, man. But to me, to me, you it's just like you got enough chances. God give you so many opportunities, and so many chances uh-huh. to change to change that part of you. And if you 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 given all the opportunities and chances, and you don't you don't do that, then that's a you problem. I can't. That's that's to me. Now I did hear the prompt what you were saying, CT, about you know DMX and and uh, the battles. I, I do believe that's a true. I do believe that's true, because my thing is, you 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 you're a regular person. You go out there and you get your album sold. Now you're the top thing. You're the best thing ever. You yep. the, you're the highest thing Let's out here. Yes, sir. Movies. That, when you get to that level, yeah, it is. And and, and then all the demands that is put on you that's to right. make another hot album mm-hmm. to Let's be go. number one again to show up at all these shows. That type of stuff, I do believe that does kind of, you know, make you go to the drug use, go back to the drug use, to go yeah. back, as you guys say, to go be back at peace. To, you go back to his peace. peace. Yeah, go back yeah. to his peace and yeah. everything. So I do believe that. But my thing is, bro, you got to find another way to get out of that. You got to find another way. Eminem used to be a drug addict. Mm-hmm. But Eminem realized that, hey, these drugs was messing me up too much. I mean, so what he did? He said, yo, I had to get sober. A lot of folks got to get sober, man, and, and that's my thing with him, yo. Amy Winehouse got so Amy Winehouse got sober and they killed her. Well, uh, uh, yeah. well, 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 look, well, look well, what happened she, to her. She got um, back, didn't she? Did she die of overdose? Though? No, no, I think she died. Yeah, she died of overdose. She didn't get sober. Like, like they say, once you once you once you start doing the drugs, you never really what's the word? What? You never you you concentrate. You're always an addict. Even yes. after you don't, yes. no longer using the drug, you're still an addict because every day you're fighting to stay sober. You're never really sober. To me, to me, and I don't know because I wasn't there and wasn't part of his inner circle, but to me it seemed like maybe the studio making the music may have been one of his 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 triggers for some of these things. Then, then what you're saying, they don't make music then. So then get out the rap scene. So you're saying if you would just get out the rap scene, then he'll be better. Now, what, 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 what he really saying is some of the words in the Bible that makes people say, No, 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 no. I'm going to put him in there. Don't put no words in there. Hey, hey, Rick. That man grow. That man put us up too. A lot of us don't know how to reinvent ourselves. He ain't exactly. know how. He couldn't, he couldn't figure it out. I don't think he was trying, have, I don't think he he trying to reinvent himself. He had too many do boys around. You think you, I don't think he was trying to reinvent himself. He was trying to lead the drugs along. I don't know if he was trying to lead. Okay, so 
I can try to leave a lot of things alone. Uh-huh. I can try to do a lot of things. Uh-huh. And so I, I'm not going to give, but don't give me a pat on the back because I'm trying, is what I'm saying. It, 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 give you no pat but, on the back. Wait, it's not, saying, it's so not we're giving you a pat on the back, but we can, get, we, we can give you encouragement. Yeah, but. We but, can give you will. But you know what? After you keep doing it give over and over. Give crack. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really want. <laughs> give me what I want. Hey, look, I'm give you want. all the crack you want. Don't don't you that. figure it out. Don't give me what I want. All that other stuff is good and handy dandy. I want the crack, nigga. Give it a crack. Give it a crack. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, it's only a certain amount of times I can keep saying, hey man, good job. Good job. And then, oh man, you back on it again. Come on, brother. Then it's only so many times I can keep supporting you till I start saying, hey bro, that's just you. So do, you so you give up? Yeah, I give up. Because it, to me, I can't want it more than I see that you want it. You're correct. But so so do you stop do you stop wanting them? Do you stop praying for them? No, if you do, don't that, do that, do you do I you still pray. I still pray, but God ain't gonna yeah, you, you can't do it for them. You, no, no, you, you can't. No, no, you absolutely cannot. After a while, no, no. God don't want to hear your prayer no more. Cause God, like, hey man, that's a good rap you just made. Is that what God do? Yeah, cause God, like, that's a good rap. That's, that's a good what He song. do. Why you so God say, God? So God, so, so God, God say, because He always made the verses and the raps about Jesus do this, Jesus do that. God <laughs> no, love me this. God let me do that. <laughs> and then what you go back and hit the crack? God, like, hey bro, come hey, on listen, now. Hold on. I First keep, of all, I keep helping you. for him to be able to have them conversations, he probably had to be high to even be able to have a conversation that he had with God and the devil. That, that's true. That's so, true. So he we got we got to think about it. For him to be the great DMX that he was, he probably, he had probably get. Hey man, I'm gonna tell you. All right. So when I was in the when I was under herbal influence, there's some time there's some times that the I had level? some of the the deepest thoughts mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. The deepest thoughts. They weren't great thoughts, though. And so that's why I say, hey, bro, I understand that he probably had that talk to God and the devil when he was under the influence of the crack. But that doesn't mean that those conversations that you have are the conversations that you need. Because a lot of that stuff tells you to do terrible things. Absolutely. And you do the terrible thing or you start feeling terrible about your life. Like this dude probably... DMX had probably a great life, but I will say this, and I don't know because I'm just speaking from my perspective of what I think. 15 kids? But my thinking is, <laughs> how many? 15. That, 15. That's what Rick said. I, don't, I ain't did the they count. 15 kids. I ain't did it by the count yet. 15. Well, got to ask the tribe, don't That's a whole basketball. That's a basketball roster. That's why I got the bench. That's why I got the bench. Well, he got a bench. He got some players that don't have to suit up tonight. Yeah, hey, hey, we 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 having fun with the brother, but hey, we praying for him. But at the same time, we know he will want to yeah, know better. Yeah, I'm praying because for the family, at, at man, every but... death, it, it truly is a recreation of a new life. And, and so, but hey, but he did. Ooh, boy, that's fifteen. That's a lot. Hey, that's a lot of kids, bro. Hey, God, uh, child support. Oh, good. Hey, boy. Man, I'm, man, I'm nervous over here. Hey, boy. Hey, man, give me a piss ball. Man, man, <laughs> hey, man, I'm nervous <laughs> over here. Man, if I had a kid. <laughs> hey, they say he had fifteen, man. Bro, hey, hey, somebody come claim something. Hey, somebody, somebody just like, no, I need somebody to come claim something. He's 15. 15? 15? I ain't claiming all 15. <laughs> his, his youngest is five years, four, almost five years Ooh. old. Really? Uh, nah. Ooh. Right, now, was, I, 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 now, now, was DMX I feel, married? I, feel, I, feel I don't know. I know he, uh, uh, he was married before, but I'll he was married once, uh, feel bad for the family though, man. Because I remember, like, <laughs> if, I ever, if y'all remember that uh, behind the music series on VH1, they did one about DMX, and they talked to who was his, I guess, his first wife uh, yeah. at the time, and 
when they were first dating, that one of the first things he told her is like, I I, I smoke crack. Like yeah. he told her. You know, that. I didn't know he smoked crack until I saw an interview with one of the hot boys, one of the former hot boys from. Uh, That's when he started crying when he couldn't tell the story. Well, well, no, one of the hot boys from um new from uh, uh Lil Wayne and, him and all them boys. Yeah, like, hot boys back in the day. He was talking about how they Catch were so money. hot, that how the hot boys were so hot at the same time that the rough riders and everybody was so hot. Yeah, yeah everybody was popping off at the same time and. He said, you know, they'd be in the same spots, right? The same cities or whatever, because they were on tour together. Say he'd go to the spot to go get some weed, and people would be like, yo, X just left here. They say, yeah, he got some weed? Nah, he ain't get no weed. <laughs> like, dang. Like, dang, man. I was he, he like, oh, oh, man, this dude doing, you know, yeah. pop. Oh, man, bro. Yeah. It's got, you know, it's kind of bad, man. And, and, and like I say, man, and I and I heard what you said, and I'm with you on that. Like, I'm scared to do any man-made. I, I can't do crack, y'all. I'm sorry. I can't do crack. I'm just can't do coke. I'm scared. But but Jay, that, so ain't, scared, that, that, that ain't just what we talking about when we talking about addiction, though. Oh no no no. Oh, oh two oh two things real quick. My bad. One shout out to Al man. I heard you about Al man. Hey shout out to Al. Love you. Love you. Bro. Love Al man. Love Al man. Good God. Hey Al, Al, Al raised my kid. I wish Al could get. I wish for everything Al gets better, man. And uh, shout out to my my nephew Jalen. He lost his father, John. He, oh, he found sorry his father to hear that, my dead brother. the other day, man, up in North Carolina. Shout out to Jalen. He found it. He found yeah, it. Yeah, he found him dead, Ooh. man. So, yo, that's they gotta be a terrible thing, man. So, and that, and that, you know, not to tell too much about that story, but that was another addiction thing. You know, he had cirrhosis of the liver, but he still, you know, he still still drink. Like, yo, I, could, I, could, yeah. I probably can't drink hard liquor, but I could drink beers and everything. Yeah, but yeah, I watched. I, I, oh, I had. I, I, Alcoholism is rapid in my family. That, oh yeah. 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 I think yeah. I think it's rapid in damn near every black family. So 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 now I ask you this question. What's up? Let's say you are totally have an addiction mm-hmm. and you on your last leg. Mm-hmm. Should you go ahead and go out strong, the yeah. way you 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 really feel good about? You know what I would or tell. Should you try to clean up your life at the last minute? Hey, you know what I'm tell people like this right here. <laughs> hey, if I got that addiction. And I'm on my last leg. Give it to me. Give it. <laughs> I, 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 I said, give it to me. Give it to you. Give it to me. I, I mean, you know, once they say, hey, once the doc come in and say, hey, we're not going to be able to save him. All right, give him what he wants. Give, give him exactly what he wants. Give I him mean, the most illegal thing that he said. They get he the people on death row. They give him exactly. I mean, but I give mean, to but, me. happiness. As, bro, Call for the life. With, uh, if you've seen, um, you know, sorry about uh, Frankie Lyman. Uh huh. The, the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had all the women. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. three wives. Played, played by uh, Lorenzo uh, Tate. Lorenzo, Lorenzo Tate. Yeah. 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 And he, the the stories that he, I don't know if it happened exactly this way, but he had a heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. And Zola Taylor let him stay in her house. And he basically, she lost the house. She went on tour, came back. She didn't have a house anymore. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. yeah. And then he disappeared. He went on down to Augusta, Georgia, hey. uh, joined the army. He went uh, and then he he was AWOL for a while, so he was discharged from the army. So he tried to come back to music. Yeah. But he did he did doo wop music. And by this time, it's you know, the the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and Jimi Hendrix, like no one's listening to doo wop anymore. And the way they put it in the movie is he went to see Zola Taylor and the Platters at a show. He knew he wasn't going to be able to do music anymore. Mm-hmm. So he went back to a hotel, got some heroin. Beat me up, Scotty. And he overdosed. Bro, I, 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 give me what I want. Go ahead. I, I, man, I, but I, I see it as 
a lot of people when you when you are that person who you used to be and you can't transition you are dead that's it you are you are truly you're gone you're mentally gone and you're out of that space and you're not going to be at peace until you transition to a new life And, and that life is death sometimes but that's the, and that's the thing like so then what's your addiction your addiction that your addiction that that notoriety your addiction is not that fame really because that's part we know it. fame is a hell of a yeah. drug it, it is fame is a is. hell of a I drug don't know if, i don't think fame was his drug though no, I, because even no. like when he was crack was shows, his drug yeah when he but he started doing, doing crack before, uh, yeah then. yeah so it's but he had hit when your mother give you away mm-hmm that's a hard life. I, I, I'm glad you. I'm, I'm glad you. I can, you I can, I can, to that. I can, I can believe that. That's a hard life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When it seems like the world has thrown you away. Yeah. That's a hard life. Yeah. And then the only woman that was praying for him, his grandmama. When you lose grandma, mm-hmm. the only person that's you feel is praying for you. What I mean, what do you do if you don't have those resources? Those resources. Yeah. Those 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 things around you that keep that's gonna keep you. What do you do? Pray, bro. All I can say is pray and seek, seek, seek answers for what you want. Because it's it's, here's the thing I tell, here's the thing I say about America. Here's, here's the thing I say about people. It's easy to do wrong, so I think that's why we're more susceptible to doing wrong. Uh-huh. It's harder to do right. Uh-huh. It's harder to go research and find those resources. The resources are out there. Don't yeah, know? it's not like You're the right. resources are out there. You're right. They may be hard to find because it's not the norm. Uh-huh. Or it's not necessarily someone knocking at your door, or you might not have the money. Uh-huh. But there are opportunities for you to get those resources. Well, thank you for that transition. You you might be, you might have been all right, guy leading the break. Hey, bro, look here. Because the transition you just throwed us into. What's that? CT. Yes, sir. You supposed to be doing something new, ain't you? I am. I am. What and, are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm gonna bring it to the table. What I'm doing right now is called unconscious minds. 360. Mm-hmm. Unconscious Mind 360 is talking about everything that we just got through talking about. It's programming. You know, I I don't know. Any of y'all ever heard of NLP? I'll take that yeah, as a no. Tell, tell it what it is. So Natural let me tell football you. Line in, 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 NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah, you're right. What the hell? And what it truly is, is it's, it's basically identifying what happened in your youth so that you could actually grab to it, try to fix it or deal with that issue mm. and then move forward in your life. Ooh. And a lot of times, you know, you started talking about DMX when you said it had something happened to him when he was very young. His parents gave him away. After that, how do you recover? You don't if you don't never know that that's a problem in your life. So you think about I ask every last person that's sitting in here. From the age up until seven, that's what actually created the person who you are today. It teaches us how to study what happened to you from zero to the age of seven years old. What happened to you that maybe something happened at school, maybe something happened in your household. It could have been that uncle, that auntie, that uncle, whoever it was. Life, friends, something happened to you to start to develop the person that you were. Now, you all, y'all know this. We grew up in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We grew up in an era where crack hit the scene. Entertainment launched heavy as it possibly could have ever launched. 
NWA was a group that was programming all of us. Two yes, live crew. Two live crew. Mm-hmm. Woo! It started. When you started talking about sexual harassment or a, 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 a culture that that generated, man, it, it created a bunch of what I want to call us. Um, I, what's the word over I want to say? Hypersexual, oversexual. It did. It created something because you think about it. Yes. During that time, that's when the strip club started coming out. I've been saying mm. this con- constantly. And so here mm. it is. We were we we're, we're a product of a a transition in culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We weren't we were not who our parents was. No, we, we're nowhere near who our parents was, and they're the ones who started programming us about you know what they had learned, but they were just transitioning out of what. Their parents who who just transitioned out of slavery, um, slavery, um, Jim Crow, segregation, yeah. and so yeah. you know I, I teach you know within our our process of um, Unconscious Mind 360, what we do is, it it really is the study of identifying what happened to you from the age of zero to seven to where now, let's learn how to deal with that so that you can move forward in your life. Mm -hmm. Now, the the neuro part, um, you know, we we start talking about the nervous system, you know, that that process is the the experience and and the senses, but when you start talking about linguistic, the communication of systems, which our experiences are giving meaning to, how is that? Pictures, sounds, feelings, taste, smell, self-talk. Mm-hmm. That's how we start programming ourselves. Have you ever heard? And King says this a lot. This brother King. <laughs> brother he King. said you can hear a lot when ain't nobody talking to you. Amen. <laughs> but guess what? Amen. It starts to go into your programming. And you start talking about the unconscious mind, the subconscious, and the unconscious. Well, the conscious mind, conscious. the yes. subconscious, and the unconscious. Yes, sir. And so all this information is going inside of us. And it's sitting there, waiting on us to use it. Mm-hmm. So what happens when we come out come out of a generation to where um, we we started loving women? I mean, we started looking at women in a whole different light. Yeah. Sundress season. Then we started thinking of fast ways to make money, selling drugs. Oh, drugs was the biggest thing. I just watched that little episode on Frank Lucas. Yeah. You know, hey, he 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 brought something into it, and he didn't bring. I ain't saying he brought it into it, but. What he did was he he showed how if you really wanted to be a true businessman, let me show you how to go in and, and buy straight from the the manufacturer. Yeah, let me go to the source. Let me go to the source. Yeah. He he taught real entrepreneurship if you really looked at it in a different light. Yeah. But I also looked at his story of he was a man of addiction, Rick. Of course. He got addicted to the the, the, the money. He wasn't addicted to nothing else. He ain't want nothing to do with the killing. He ain't really want nothing to do with the drug. He got addicted to just the money. The money and the life, man. The money and the life. Yeah. And, and it he, took and him he out. Did, he didn't really want the fame. He did not he didn't want, want it. Fame. So I, I agree with you. It was, it was fame would kill him. So, so what would kill the business. So what Unconscious Minds 360 is really about. The chinchilla. That damn chinchilla. And, and I, 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 tell, <laughs> I tell all of us, and you think about that part with that chinchilla. Mm-hmm. He said, um, I, I'm going to go back to it and I'll come back to what I was saying. It wasn't even his idea to wear that chinchilla. No, it wasn't. His wife gave it to him as a gift. It was a gift. How do you say no to wifey? You start talking about women. Woo! I was leading right up into it. <laughs> I had seen women root all yeah, in. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> lead, I'm, I'm leading right back, in, you, I, 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 say it right back to it. Say it again. Every man's downfall is a woman. Is that, that what you say? Every time. Every downfall. Every is time. She? This is showing this to show tonight, boy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what estrogen? What estrogen? You couldn't tell him nothing. But here it is. He did it. 
and then he realized he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. He made a mistake and changed his whole life. But I, I go back to now and, and Rick, how we started talking about our, our women and we started talking about Unconscious Minds 360. Unconscious Mind 360 is nothing but a state of awareness. You need to be aware of everything that's going on around you while you're in your unconscious mind. Because when you're in your conscious mind, you always thinking, ain't you, Jay? Always. always. You know what's happening always. in your conscious mind. You're processing everything. Processing. But when you're doing the negatives, where are the negatives? The negatives are coming from that subconscious and the unconscious. Yeah. Because yeah, it doesn't process that. negatives. Yeah. Mm. The subconscious and unconscious does not process negatives. It can't understand the difference between right, wrong, good, or bad. Mm-hmm. It's just programming. So if we're all programmed and our programming is coming out, the only way that we make a good decision is we have to filter it through our conscious mind and say, hold up, something ain't right about this. You got to be aware of what's happening and saying, oh, okay, I know I ain't supposed to be doing this. My conscious mind telling me to get back, and now I need to follow my conscious mind. Yeah. But how many times did – and, Rick, I'm going to put Rick on the spot one, one, one minute because me and Jay already put ourselves on the spot. <laughs> how many times you were laying there and you know you should have put that condom on and you did <laughs> One. Listen, you got it in the pocket. <laughs> hey, hey, no, hey, you got it. Hey, no, you laying there. Listen, laying you know. In your you wallet. know you're supposed to. In your wallet. In your I'm wallet. going back to our weakness right in now. In your wallet. Huh? In your wallet. In your wallet. <laughs> in your wallet. How many times? But, but, but it's she saying, let you touch it. But she let you touch it. Oh, your unconscious. Oh, she let you touch it. She let you touch it. I'm say he ain't got enough fingers and toes to count that high. She let you touch Why? Because that unconscious, the unconscious and subconscious, uh-huh. it can't process, it can't process good or bad, right or wrong. Yeah, so you just go off and do the dog. You're just going off of it now. If if that conscious mind would have really stepped in and said, "Hey, bro, you need to put this rubber on or don't have sex." Yeah. He <laughs> wouldn't have him with it. Hey man, so your penis is subconscious. So so here we go. We go back to DMX. Look at this addiction that we got. And the addiction that he had. Yeah. What's the difference? He see the rock. He know he ain't supposed he to hit it, Jay. It. Yeah, you know it's he know it's not for him. You know it's not gonna do him any good, man. You know you laying there, and you ain't supposed to sleep with this chick. <laughs> but here's here's the weakness. Hey, to CT. It. Yes, sir. We finna um get, get up get up off radio so Let's we go. can use some choice words. Tell tell them where they can find you and, and tell them good night. Hey, listen. You can find me at unconsciousminds at gmail.com. We have not gotten the website up, but I am telling you, please email me. I want to touch bases. I want to truly lay into our young females today. Unconscious Mind 360 is where we provide mentors to you to help guide you through your unconscious and subconscious mind so that you won't make a lot of the mistakes that's probably being made out there. But I'm going to leave it at that. Tell them good night. Good night, you know, you, bro- you know what, brother? It's good. Tell them good night, Will. Tell the radio good night. Hey, good night, radio. Radio. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Random-ish with King and Sane and the lovely Starlight. We are back. Okay, cool. So, all right, so now you you telling you telling all right. So you left off uh, explaining to us about the con the good God the unconscious mind the conscious mind. Now my question that I have for you real quick before and then I then we can deep dive into all 
the good conversation, the good fun conversation. Let's go. My question is, you said between zero and seven is where we basically are formed. We're forming ourselves. We're forming who we are. Yes. From experiences that happen between zero and seven. Yes. Is there a way that we can recall those memories? So here it is. And, and that's when you start going into a lot of people. Let me ask you this. Rick, you believe in hypnosis? Yes. Uh, I don't know. All right. Jay, you I don't believe know. in hypnosis? I, I, no, I don't because I've never been hypnotized. You believe in hypnosis? I've never been hypnotized. Never either. been hypn- hypnotized? Yes, all right, I'm going to share something with you all. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as failure, only feedback. There's no such thing as failure, only feedback. Rick, there's no such thing as failure, only what? Feedback. Feedback. Feedback comes in how many forms? Two forms. What are they? Positive and negative. Positive and negative. Through the rest of your life, you're going to get feedback. Yep. There's no such thing as failure, only what? Feedback. Feedback. So here it is. When you start talking about hypnosis and programming, I just programmed you to really respond to what I just actually shared with you. I gave you new information, and you gave me a response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's no different than saying, and at the count of three, I'm going to snap my finger, and I need you to say what I want you to say, or quack like a duck. That's what they used to say back in mm-hmm. the day. But now what we're doing is we're feeding, we're using hypnosis or hypnotherapy in more of a positive way of saying let me now get into your unconscious mind because you probably won't forget that i want to when we talk about it there's some things i want to be hypnotized about well now, now, well, now, now you, you gotta thing. understand this now i'm gonna tell you it's rules, it's rules to hypnosis because it's a lot of people who who start to get to a place to where they said they don't believe in it yeah the only way hypnosis really works is you have to believe and you have to go deep into your unconscious. So you have to believe in hypnosis. You have to go, you have to, to you have to allow yourself to go into your unconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And I and, and, and a lot of uh, professionals will they'll they'll share with you when we went through training, they'll say, first I have to get permission from you to tap into your unconscious mind. How little. And here it is. Once you go to your unconscious mind, this is the most honest, the most vulnerable time that you will ever have in your life. Because here it is. You got to reach down. Remember, I told you, you're programmed. Yeah. So these things that happen, they're there. They're there. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're inside. They're, they are inside of you. It's, away, it's like almost a like a computer. Yeah, they're locked in a safe. It's in a safe deposit it's box. It's in a safe deposit box. Yeah. And so what it does is it learns how to, we, we learn how to go in there and tap into that unconscious mind mm-hmm. so that we could just at least bring it up. And so, you know, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the five why approach. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can say, okay, I could look at you right now, Jay. I can say, okay, um, why did you put that shirt on today? It matched the pants. Okay. All right. And why did you need your shirt to match your pants? Because I'm programmed. Because you're programmed. Okay, why do you feel that you're programmed? To match what I always do because of what you always do, and why do you feel like that's what you always do? See, oh, oh, I know the why. You can never answer the why. No, no, no. You can answer the why, but here's the problem. You can never answer the no, why. no, no, no. Here's the problem, Jay. What's that? Sometimes we don't go far enough. I don't. You see what you... I'm saying? See, when we start talking about getting into your unconscious mind, yeah. they went so far into my unconscious mind to where I was like, I didn't even know I can get there. Yeah. Who, who who are these who are who who are these so, days? So I went I went to a program, and, and and shout out to my instructors. Um, it's called Recalibrate 360. I mean Recalibrate 180. And what they do is when they brought me into this this training class, they showed me that 
I was only facing half of what my challenges and my issues were. Mm-hmm. I would only go as far as I was comfortable with. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's all. That's that's Americans. Yes, that's millions of us. That, that's that's millions of us. So, I had to sit back, relax myself, and then go deeper mm-hmm. than what I ever wanted to go to. And when I there, I started realizing, whoa, where did this even come from? Yeah, you know, as I started. You know, um, digging deep and, and, and took my my approach with this young female. I was actually, um, I was her coach at the time, and her her thoughts went so deep to the second grade, and she couldn't remember. But what had happened to her was her confidence was low, and it was this one girl who kept bullying her mm. and kept bullying her, and she lost it, and she never did get her confidence up because this girl talked about it all the time, and this carried on until while she she's what she was fifty years old. Still feeling, still, still feeling, feeling that, that pain yeah, because that pain triggered something else yeah. inside of her. Maybe she went home that day and nobody was there to help her get through what happened at school mm-hmm. on that playground. She's that never day. been able to overcome that. She never overcame it. Yeah. And so she sat there and just cried five minutes after we got through with our session. Mm-hmm. We called that a breakthrough. She just cried. And so, she, so y'all ahead. tell them that after they after they discovered this, have, do you tell them how to? It's called a breakthrough. Now, once you get once that you breakthrough. Have a breakthrough how do you now move past that to so, where that part no longer affects you in your life? So what you do is... That's what I need. <laughs> what you do is... How do I keep this mess... You you vision we, it? We it's a, it's a way how do that, I keep this shit from affecting my everyday life now? Oh, so you're saying now you can curse? You can curse. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we <laughs> back in cursing all. It's out of 10. How do, you, how do you get it from affecting your life is it's almost like you have to reprogram your way of thinking and you have to what we call mapping and mm-hmm. you have to take the positives of your life and you have to combine them with your, take your negatives mm-hmm. and put those positives over with the negatives. And it's all, when you go deep into to the unconscious mind, you start really putting images out there. Like mm-hmm. I could take you to an unconscious place right now. And you know, if, if I said to you, Jay, and I'm, I'm just doing this just right off the fly. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I said to you, tell me right now, tell me right now, one of the most happiest moments that you ever had in your life. I mean, the happiest time that you've been so happy, so excited, something that just really brought a smile to your face. It brought cheer. I mean, you were actually, you got so caught up to where it was just joy. It was the most, and you don't, don't, don't share that with me, but mm-hmm. I need you to really go Hell, I'm deep. I'm really thinking, man. Yeah, I, I know, but I really need you to deep, and I need you to picture that, that one moment that it was the happiest time of your life. I mean, it was so happy. Like that time you felt so special. That time you felt amazing. The time you was at the proudest moment of your life. I can't even figure, I can't think of one. You know why you can't think of it? Because you're not there yet. You hadn't. You have not tapped into your unconscious to identify what that is. Yeah. Because you got so many happy moments, they're all running all over the place. True. So yeah. here it is, what you gotta do, you gotta sit back and you think about that moment. It's about one, being still. It's a, it, it really is. It's about it, it, no, it really no, is about it's focus. Like, I see what he's saying because there's so many things that come yeah, into yeah. your mind, and while you're thinking of all these things, you're like, "Nah, that's not it. Nah, that's not it either." Yeah, I was happy, but I'm not totally happy there. You you have all these ideas and thoughts, but you can't figure out which one is the actual one that's the most happiest for you. And, I can I can see that. And so what you do is you start zoning in on what that is. Mm-hmm. Once you that start feeling. zoning in on that that happiest moment, because it makes you make a decision. Yeah. See, you got to make a decision. Oh, See, now, yeah. Now you got to eliminate your kids. Now, Which you, kid was the happiest birth? 
Hey, <laughs> you can start eliminating, but you really are getting to the truth oh my, of what's been. really happening with you. But I didn't say, though. I enjoy watching my babies come into the world. You, uh, yeah, you enjoy watching your babies come into the world, but was that was that the most happiest moment? Was that the time true. you smiled the hardest? Was that's that the true. time you was in your most most nah, joyful moment? Nah, because you thought about some worries when that kid came. I'm sorry, but you, start to, you saw some worries, and especially if you was in that birth, you saw some things that you were like, ugh. <laughs> I, I didn't even, I didn't, no, not then, no. Because what I was witnessing was a mirror. Yeah. What I witnessed I was, was a mirror, and that's and that, you said that gross. I was grossed. It did. It it <laughs> didn't. It didn't Rick, bother me. But Rick, let me. Let me I, let no, me, I get me, what you're saying, but let, I was just. Let, let me. Let me go deeper with you. See, you, you're you're saying that that was a happy moment because. Yes. In your programming, you see on television and all the other things, all oh, in the, the music star playing, you know, and you see a person have a baby, it's and it's, to be it's, my it's supposed to be the happiest, but that's not your happiest. I'm moment. wrong. No, if no I say I'm it. not gonna say that was my happiest moment. No. Yeah, that's what he's I don't saying. No, but see, when, Z, when, when Zay came in, because I had two girls first. Mm -hmm. That little boy. That, that boy little came? me. Yeah. When I seen little me, <laughs> and then I remember her. Um, Telling my wife at the time, we had to turn him because his shoulders were so wide. We couldn't get his shoulders out. Mm -hmm. So they had to turn him to get him out. But they kind of. I thought you were going to have a linebacker. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey. It was like. <laughs> I got, was, got some shoulder pads. Hey, you got some shoulders. <laughs> hey, you know, um, that was, that, that. That was a moment, man. That 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 I, was a moment. So, so let me ask yeah. you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Not, so, not, Rick, not, so, not, so, hold on, saying, Jay. Though. Let me ask you this, Rick. While you were in that moment, how did you feel? Nothing else. I, I was a little nervous. Nervous. Um, excited. Excited. Um, what was the look on your face? How did you? What was the look on your I, face? I, I'm I'm sure I was probably just. I probably just look. I probably had a blank, almost if, like a blank. If you if you had to vision it right now, Rick, I mean, like put it in your your emotions that moment right now. Is it in color? Is it black or white? Which one? It's color, but it really I give you nothing. I'm give you I give you nothing because I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty much an evil kill even killed person. Mm -hmm. But it's in color it's because in it's color. real time. Very vivid. Oh yeah. Okay. I can I can still I can see Zay. You can see Zay. I can see them taking Zay and sitting right, him, him in the yeah. in the okay. and just and just watching. I can see them taking him and sitting him on his mother okay. and her saying, Ooh, that's, 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 that's nasty. Yeah. Look at this smile. Yeah, I can I can yes, I so, can see that. So yeah. here here's what just happened. Damn, I can see here's that. what just happened, Rick. You thought of it. So now you see it. What what we do is First of all, I identified you, your Sean. sensory acuity. Okay, when we start talking about your sensory, oh, look, acuity, go back and say that again, man. When we start looking at your sensory acuity, I watched your body language. Mm -hmm. I watched how you started sharing, man, how good it made you feel. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Now I'm, 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 I'm watching your body language, and I'm, I'm identifying. Okay, here's his body language here in this amazing good moment, and look what happened. I took you there in a matter of how many seconds. How long yeah. did it take me to take you there? Let's not long at all. It didn't take me long. Not long at all. How long How long can it take me to get you at your worst moment? Not long at all. So, so here's where a problem comes in. The problem comes in is that now you have to get to a place where you start to manage your emotions. 
So if you could get to your happiest moment, that means you can go straight to your saddest moment. Yes, sir. So now you start to manage your emotions in a way to where, why would you make a, a, a horrible mistake if you do know how to go, I can be happy whenever I want to. Oh, man, managing emotions is one of the most difficult things. That people, yes. That's one yes. of the most difficult things for people to try. And, 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 and I'm going to tell you, the other si let me tell you the other side of managing emotions. You learn how to manage one side so so well that you think mm -hmm. that you cut off the other emotion. I can I can agree with that because my son my son I think my son is going through that right now. Like that Joker, that Joker has a, a, a such a I don't care attitude, but I, I know it's really I think I think it all is from a I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm no, upset no, no. I'm tired of no 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 I, I, Jay let down. go go back to what I just said. That? Try to find that pattern of something that happened from when Bro, he we up tried. to seven. Oh, but we've been I, trying. I, 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 I get it. We've been trying. The only, you know what we've, we've, we've determined it was? And, th and thank you, well, Doc. Doc said, Doc said, and I agree with Doc, is that he's already, he's been, he, he had, he had excitement. He had excitement. Okay. And then when excitement, what happens is he starts to get, when it doesn't go out, go his way, yeah. he gets disappointment. So now he starts to, can have anxiety when he gets, comes to, into, to that challenge again. So now, in order to defeat that anxiety, he just tells himself, I don't care. So, so that's his defense mechanism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's his defense exactly. mechanism. It's but so let me, let me let you in on, on another um, thing that you have to learn when you're actually getting into um, really trying to get a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. First of all, you should never try a breakthrough with anybody that you're close to. Oh, yeah, we don't. You should never try. Quit. You know, us as parents, a lot of times, we, yeah. we're there to mentor our kids, but programming starts early. Yeah. And if you hadn't gotten to program them early in life, mm -hmm. then guess what? Now you fall on an outside category to where you'll start trying to program them after the age of seven. And it's not as effective as it could be if you got somebody else to come in yeah. and do it where he don't know that he's getting. Yeah. So that, and that's the thing. We don't we don't even try to we, we, we don't counsel we don't try to t try to figure it out anymore with him. We don't try to figure it out with him anymore. Yeah. We, we have we you know D is a professional counselor herself, but instead of her trying to counsel him, we send him off to counseling to try to figure it out. I feel that the counselor has got him to the point where he says, "I don't care," because she told him, "Don't worry about things that are beyond your control." And when okay. he gets to the point when he so now I think he's to the point of I'm not going to worry about a damn thing then. Okay. So, so me, now it comes but, to a point but, but, of... So let I me go to the it. second phase, Rick. Okay, go ahead. The first one, we talked about sensory acuity, right? Mm -hmm. I talked about understanding the body language to, to be able to build that rapport Identify. to get close to that person. Yep. Now we got to tap into what we call anchoring. Mm -hmm. All right? And anybody familiar with anchoring? Now, you teach us all tonight, bro. So, so is, here, is, here is, it is. Is anchoring anything like um, building a foundation type of thing? It, no. Just, it, 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 it is in a sense... Emotion-wise, but so when we start looking at anchoring, I'm going to give you all an example of something that people do to a lot of individuals and they don't know they're damaging them. So let's say we had a funeral, okay? We had a funeral, and at that moment, everybody walks up to you and says, at your saddest moment, mm -hmm. remember, you're in an emotional yeah, state. At your saddest moment, okay. And everybody walks up and says, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. What happens to the the, the neurons or the, the psychological part is they set an anchor right there. Mm -hmm. 
So anytime anybody Touch taps you, you on the right shoulder, there. you will go to the saddest moment in your life mm. and you won't even know that you're there. Mm, that's what you're saying. Because it's been programmed. Because it's well, a, you it's preaching a, tonight, it's ain't you? It's, it's a program. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's real. No, 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 no. You talking some real shit? And and so if you ever notice, before wrestlers go out, yeah, what are they doing? They setting off their anchors Pumping because in. they got to go to a different state of mind. Yeah, you you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I get what you're so you got to find. You know, we can set anchors mm-hmm. like. I can set an anchor right here on your knuckle. Some people put them on their knuckles. Some people, if you look at a lot of um, yeah, they keep telling you trigger, trigger. Well, it's it's trigger, yeah, like triggers. triggers. And so, let's say you know a lot of your politicians go through it. You won't see it because they may walk up and just do like this. Mm-hmm. Boom! They hit their anchor. Now they're going into that state of mind. I'm the politician. Yeah. You you, you see what I mean? Yeah. And and it's way it's ways that you program yourself. It brings up all the things you've been studying. It mm. brings up everything that you can possibly do. Obama is a master at it because they talked about he took NLP because that's how he was able to use certain words mm. to get you to understand and manipulate your ways of thinking. The media uses it also. G, what you think? G, what you think about over there? I see you thinking over there. What you think about over there? I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking. Over there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I get what you're saying, in the video. I, I, I yeah. get what you're saying. I, I, do, I do like the idea, and I do believe that anchoring is a, is, is mm. a legit thing. It's, it's I, I real. Do that's, I do believe that. And so you got to, like, you don't know what your anchor may be. Yeah, yeah I don't. You just, you now you have to f- kind of figure it out. What, what, what moments in my life do I really feel like I'm going through something and ain't nothing really happening? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What's the causes? When, when do you start separating yourself, Rick? When ain't nothing really going wrong. You just start to just saying, I don't feel like I want to be around her right now. Let, let me let me tell let me tell you about a question that, that took me that made that sent me to therapy. Yeah. Why is it that every time we are happy, you do something to fuck it up? Was it you that you do things to mess it up, or was it she? No, no, no. She was asking me that. Oh, I know, fe- I know females. Because at crazy. this time, at night, it, and but but it was true. Yeah. And this 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 question sent me to therapy, the first therapist I ever seen. Mm-hmm. Because I could not answer that question. I could not answer. I could not find the answer to that riddle. Do you have the answer now? Do you know why? It was me and my dad. Think issues that between me and my dad. Mm-hmm. What age? Young informative years growing yeah. up yeah, yeah. Mm. because I didn't think that I deserve happiness I never thought I deserved to be happy yeah so I get to a point in my life where I'm doing good then I start thinking about how I'm gonna fuck it up yeah for lack of better term yeah, that's me yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, man. yeah. Now, now let me ask you this I still fight with it yeah it, it, it's there what do you think triggers that? His emo- happiness emotion, his happy emotion about how you feel about somebody, a I don't, person. Well, I don't, I don't know. I think it's your relationship. To me, it sounds like when you start having that love or relationship bond with I, someone, I got this answer from, from watching a lot of television. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> do you do you not trust joy? Ooh. Well, you pre- y'all preaching tonight, ain't you? We your therapist tonight. Well, do I not trust do not joy? Trust joy. Joy is a deceptive heifer. That's that's a good one. It's do good I one. not trust? I don't know if I know how to enjoy joy. 
That's part of trusting it. Because, yeah. because in my life, a lot of times I've had to be the strong one. Yeah. I had I've always had to be the even kill one. Mm-hmm. I've had to balance my emotions because of the people that are around me so that they can take care of them. Mm-hmm. I need to let them do what they do, but I need to be even killed so I can make sure they're good. So you the protector. So you the you the savior for everybody. You the you the protector. In in, in 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 a lot of ways I have taken on that role. Mm. So, so, who, so yeah, the, who's, who's doing that for you? Let me ask you a question, Rick. So, Rick, what, what age you, were you when you went into the military? 26, I think. 26? Yeah. Jay, what age were, were you? Uh, 20. 20? Yeah. Here's one of the things that I learned. I learned that the military moved us or moved me around so much to where I just never got comfortable with one thing. Mm. I always knew that. that yeah. Here it is. Y'all might be my friends right now, but I'm finna get ready to move on and go somewhere else. Now, mm. See, I do have that problem. And I know I have that problem. I have abandonment issues. Abandonment issues. Go ahead. I, to, me, to me, it's not abandonment issues with me. It's abandonment issues. But what to me it is, is that it, I, I, won't, I, won't call, I won't call mine abandonment issues, but I will call mine as a disassociation. Because I, I, I'm like, yo... You're here for, we're here for, and this, 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 I know this is a sexual phrase, but I don't mean it in a sexual phrase. Yeah. You're here for a good time, not a long time. Mm. And that's how it was with me and my partners. I'm like, yo, we're going to be together for like, because I, I, I found out in the military quick. Me and this dude, we bond, me and Coop. Me and Coop, like, me, Coop, Hart, we, we cool, boom, boom. They say, I know, what, Cooper getting deployed. Coop yeah. gets deployed. Yeah. yeah. Coop, Coop comes back. Okay, now. Y'all shipping Coop off? Coop yeah. BCS? Coop was my dog. Yeah. Then game. The military, the, the military then, do, it has a way to make you disassociate. Yeah, yes. so that's what it was. So, yes. so even I do that now with yeah. people. So you I do it with I, women. I, but I found out I do it now with even friends now. There's people who, who I'm great friends with in the military. While we're working together, yeah. I love them. And I, I have nothing but genuine love. Once we leave each other, I still love them. But I don't communicate with them as much anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I have to, I'm not going to see you like I used to always see you. Right, right. You like one of the only people, you are like one of the only people who I have constant contact with. Yeah. From the military that since I, you know, whatever. Because, hey, me and you always hung out. And me and you've always been like boom, boom, boom. That's right. But like everybody else, it, it was like, yo, I love y'all. Real genuine love. But because we didn't hang like that. I'm and, like, okay, what's the, but, what's the mission? But think, about, but, but think about it, Jay. And that's what me and Rick was talking about, transition. As soon as you, you when you start oh, yeah, getting into really that, bro. let's. I'm, I'm going to use me for an example back when with my parents. My dad and my mom went through a horrible divorce. Mm-hmm. I stayed with my grandma for a while. I moved back with my mom. I was with my dad. I went to eight different elementary schools. Ooh, damn, what? Eight? Eight different elementary schools. Abandonment. You, you, you get what I mean? And, yes, and, and you start now, you start to, it starts to form a habit like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm good, but now I'm out to the new, I'm, I'm out to the next thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you start to learn how to get into a new environment and, and, and start to like it. And then when the thrill is gone, bro, you, go. you know, that's, that explains a lot about you, though. You know that, right? I know. Because they become with businesses. 
It is. That 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 says a lot about you. It, it, and, and that's what I'm trying to. Well, I'm, you move, yeah. What I'm, what I'm okay. sharing is, at that young age, they started moving me around very very uh, uh, early so in my that's life. That's why you always. That's why I could adapt yeah. to the military so yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That explains a lot about you, bro. And so when you start looking at now, like, what what between that age of seven mm-hmm. was your deepest moment <clears throat> that you say, hmm. I never thought about that this could affect me this way. Mm. But what if it did? Probably why I like white girls a little bit too. You know what? I wonder I white because like um, my uncle text me. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when did my uncle leave? Because my uncle was kind of he was close to us in age. But he did what he had to do for himself, but he left. And he was like that big brother to me. Okay. And I'm trying to remember what age. I don't remember what age. Stevie Wonder's A Ribbon in the Sky had first came oh, out. But it was the 82 okay. 83. Oh, that no, time. I was in the fourth, between the fourth and the fifth grade. All right. When this happened. I do remember that because he left the 45. What you mean? A Ribbon in the what Sky. What you mean he left? He left. He left Georgia. Okay, he moved. He moved. And y'all was okay. close. Right, cool. Yeah, yeah. He, gotcha. was, he, was, he was like my big brother. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I, I, I mean... Close in age, yeah. and, and that kind of changed my t- trajectory. Okay. Like, now, how do me. you feel like it changed your, your trajectory? Because I didn't have that big brother anymore. Who was there for you? I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure my my, my grandfather, but not uh, the my uncle, you, but not, my not uncle, person. but Robert one, little Robert Wendell. Yeah. 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 The guy that I looked up to, the guy that took me to different places, that he taught me about different things, that showed me how to shuffle cars, um, mm-hmm. that first brought Mimi into my life. Damn, oh, was you like Mimi? Oh, <laughs> it's a girl that he... But got me asking about Mimi. smiling about Mimi. Mimi was a happy moment. Mimi was a happy moment. Hey, it was just, me into my life. Oh, but, but it was a very I close mean, relationship, yes, huh? Yes. Yes. So, and I wondered, now that we here, I wondered is was that is that the beginning of my abandonment issues? Mm-hmm. Because I have abandonment. I know I have abandonment mm-hmm. I know I sit back and wait for a motherfucker to leave me. Yeah. So you cause it. You cause it. And I do do some some sometimes do some sabotaging things yeah. Yeah. to push a motherfucker away because it, it, it's easier to push them away and th- than to have them leave me. Yeah. Mm. Woo! Enjoy joy. i like, hey, Greg, tell him again. He needs to enjoy joy. Hey, 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 hey. It's funny that you're, trust you're going there, Rick, because like you say, we, we start... Building our defense mechanisms younger than what we think we do. Greg, what time are you putting us out of here? I gotta get ready to go in a moment. Yeah, like five minutes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, hey. No, 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 no. CT, CT. Yes, sir. I need you to bring one of your people back with you. Which one? That does this, this. Okay. That does this. Because this is a conversation that need to be. I mean, we need to go very much in depth with this. We, we, uh, and I want to start kind of like a series because we're going to get into depth about, um, some alter spiritual practices. 
if that's a way to we say going it. That, we're getting deep. into the voodoo. Well, well, we're we going to get into now, that. When you start talking about that, now you're starting to dig deep into the unconscious mind. Remember, we, we finna I'm get giving into y'all that. the basics yeah, yeah, of yeah. everything else is what you're talking about, what's but the I name, got that, you, bro. What's the name? What, tell them what's the name and what you're doing. We go, hey, we, Unconscious Minds 360 at gmail.com. Please email you if you got any questions about anything and how to actually identify what those issues were that was early in your life. Because remember, whatever that has that's happening to you now, it started somewhere. So let us try to help you get there. And let us try to help you fix those issues. Go ahead, Rick. Good job, bro. Will Sane. What up, kid? Boy, you, boy, God damn, you got your, you got, oh, well, you got your, you got your run eyes on home hey, tonight. Hey, hey, man. Willie Wonder tonight, baby. Ooh. Hey, man, that, 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 that ugly <laughs> head almost throw me off. Man, hating. Hey, 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 but I, I got one quote I want to say. Hey, that dapper Dan Imagination takes you beyond your limitations. That's true. That's true. Mm. That's, that's true. Mm. If you could really get back and be creative of what, was really holding you back and, and dig deeper than what's at the surface. Yes, sir. You can go beyond your limitations. You know, and and I'm going to leave it right here. I'm shit. out. This Give, me some, Give, me Give me some, G. Give me some, G. Give me some, G. Give us something to go with, Jay. Why I got to go after him? Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew that was hard. When... You ain't got no good quotes? I, I wasn't prepared for that. That's not my thought. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Well, we hey, gonna G, gonna I salute the... you, G. Live hey, thank life. you, boy. You had, hey, I was trying to look at myself on this camera, but goddamn. <laughs> hey, we gonna let, I was bobbing hey, and weaving. We're going to let DMS take us out of here with a wonderful prayer, Let's go, prayers, DMS. Man. Hey, prayers to you, man. Anything we said negative, we meant it positive. And um, we love you, brother. Your family, your friends, your loved ones, prayers, prayers, prayers. Hey, it's time to clean the clippers. Sweet the flow. CT, since you don't brought all this good shit to us tonight, the bathroom is yours. Hey. The shop is closed. I leave this to all my Get people. out. We out of here. Salute. God damn. Lord Jesus, it is you who wakes me up every day. And I am forever grateful for your love. This is why I pray. You let me touch so many people. And it's all for the good. I influenced so many children, I never thought that I would. And I couldn't take credit for the love they get, because it all comes from you, Lord. I'm just the one that's giving it. And when it seems like the pressure gets to be too much, I take time out and pray, and ask that you be my crutch. Lord, I am not perfect by a long shot. I confess to you daily. But I work harder every day, and I hope that you hear me. In my heart, I mean well, but if you'll help me to grow, then what I have in my heart will begin to show. And when I get going, I'm not looking back for nothing, because I will know where I'm headed, and I'm so tired of the suffering. I stand before you, a weakened version of your reflection, begging for direction, for my soul needs resurrection. I don't deserve what you've given me, but you never took it from me, because I am grateful, and I use it, and I do not worship money. 
If what you want from me is to bring your children to you, my regret is only having one life to do it instead of two. Talking random. 